Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Aesthetic Insider Radio Show. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. Aesthetic Insider is a 360-degree aesthetic medical industry news source that encompasses digital and print media. You can learn more by visiting www.aestheticmdinsider.com. I'm so excited to introduce you to Dr. Walton Montague. Dr. Montague is a plastic surgeon with a practice in Newport Beach, California. And today, Dr. Montague is going to explain to our audience um, the fantastic new um, approach to combining facelifts with fat grafting. Dr. Montague, thank you so much for joining us today, and how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you, and thank you for having me on the show. This is very exciting. Absolutely, absolutely, and we can't wait to hear more. So can you tell me a little bit about yourself and kind of, you know, I I know that you've been doing a lot of um, national lecturing on um, fat grafting and combining it with facelifts, without facelifts, as ways for rejuvenation. Can you explain more to our listeners just kind of, you know, how you've reached this point in your career? Um, Sure. Um, My practice is located in Newport Beach, California, and through all the years of my training, one of the things that has occurred is as we age, uh, we lose volume in the face. So traditionally, plastic surgery and surgery has always been aimed at cutting and lifting tissues up and taking them out. So in the past uh, 20 years, that was the main um, surgical role is to lift and to cut. What we've now discovered over the the last 10 years is that the other component that is a big component is a loss of volume in the face. One of the most um, easiest ways to replace the volume is with fillers such as Restylane and Juvederm. These, these hyaluronic acid fillers are natural adjuncts that have uh, come into the market and they, be, they play a big part in um, rejuvenation in office and minimizing the downtime. It's not a long-term replacement, but more and more newer and newer fillers are coming on board, which give you a better volume. So as we age, one of the things that happens is we have to lift the face, but we also have to replace the volume. In, uh, In doing surgery, the newest uh, development has been fat transfer of fat injections to the face. For the longest time, surgeons could not get this to be a mainstay and get good results. About seven, eight, nine years ago, um, it really made a big advancement, and it's really technique dependent upon the surgeon. Some surgeons still say fat transfer does not work, and they cannot get the consistency. However, in my practice, what happened was I started combining fat transfer with a traditional facelift. A traditional facelift will turn back the clock maybe 10 years. When you combine volume uh, with the face and fat transfer on the face in the areas that it needed, you get a turn back uh, time of more than 10 years, usually at least 15 years, because it's a natural adjunct. And Let me ask you, is this, now when you say fat grafting, fat transfer, is this fat that you take from the patient? Um, uh, yes. Is, yeah, it is a patient's own fat. 
it's the patient's own fat, and it's harvested in a very gentle manner, much in the tradition that liposuction done, but it's manual. It's treated as a very delicate procedure, and again, as I pointed out, some surgeons still don't believe fat injections can last and can live in the face. However, if a patient, if a doctor really, uh, I mean, I have long-term results of fat once it's transplanted and once it's put into the body in a proper technique and proper way, then it's going to live as fat and as a replacement. So it has long-term viability and it doesn't just go away. So traditionally, when if a patient comes in for fillers, you can put it in the nasolabial folds, you can put filler in the lips. Well, you can do the same thing with fat, and it's the consistency that adds to it. It's very so exciting. So where do you take that fat from? Well, do you take um, it from all the parts of the body? You take it from different parts of the body. Usually the easiest place is from the abdomen, um, the love handles. Uh, you need a... Um, it has to be uh, treated in a certain way and harvested very gently. So wherever the patient has vol- uh, fat, uh, a fatty content, you can harvest that. And then uh, it's treated in the process of gently centrifuging it and compacting it, and that's part of the technique. And so once the surgeon um, uh, f- gets his technique properly, then the consistency is there. Okay, so you okay. can you can it's really exciting because yeah, yeah. we're instead of using implants in the face, right? You can use fat and same place where you would put fillers. The difference is you get a better volume when you use the patient's own fat if it's done correctly. So for the tired eye look in the tear trough and that's a very that's one of the first areas where patients start to age. Uh, the nasal jugal groove under the eye, the dark appearance, and that crease that they get. Well, patients will come in, and you can put filler in that area, uh, and filler will last a, a certain um, long time, either like nine months or sometimes upwards to two years. However, when you're doing a facelift, a facelift doesn't improve that area where it can be surgically. So the alternative is to do fat injections in that area at the same time that you're doing a facelift. And it's a very natural accentuation to the patient's own features. Does that make sense, Angela? That that does make sense. Now, um, and I do understand that with with the under eye. Are there other areas of the face that this would also enhance with or without a facelift? Any any area of the face where you're going to use an implant or where it needs volume, like you can, uh, if a patient needs chin augmentation with a chin implant, well, you can build up that chin and the jawline with fat transfer of fat injections. Similarly, where you would put a cheek implant in, well, that area can be used, uh, can be filled with fat transfer of fat injections as well. It's a natural enhancement, and it's a 3D replacement into that area that allows it to to uh, look completely natural and uh, without the use of an implant. Similarly, if the patient was coming oh, in, go ahead. Oh, I'm going to ask: Is it is there also um, 
when you do the, you know, the in the face, especially with the filling, does it help at all with skin laxity, um, or is that a whole other conversation? Well, if it, it does, it does pick up the skin, and also when you do fat transfer, because of the circulation that's involved, you do see an improvement of skin texture and skin tone. If the skin is really lax and there's loose skin, well, that's where you would need the surgical manipulation. So this is in addition to the surgical manipulation that helps when you replace volume. And if you look at the nice, if you look at a, an appropriately um, symmetrical face, it's sort of a heart-shaped face with the nice cheekbones, uh, the elegance of the eyebrow, and then an indentation in the cheek, and then a nice strong jawline. Well, you can achieve that that look with fat transfer at the same time that you're doing a facelift. If the patient has jowls and sagging skin, well, then you lift the face and you do surgery as a traditional facelift, and the vectors of your pull, you pull that face up. So it's two separate. It solves a problem with the face that surgery doesn't solve, and that is putting volume where you need it. Okay, okay. Do you think um, this can ever replace a facelift? Um, I, it can't. It can't replace a facelift because if if the if there is skin laxity and there's loose skin and jowls and there's excess skin in the neck area. For example, in the neck area, a lot of times you'll see, uh, I mean, if a patient has a beautiful face, then the the neck should match. Well, when they have that loose skin in the neck, that's a surgical problem where it has to be lifted and the excess cut out. There is a, as a patient ages in their 30s and 40s, well, then they could have volume early enough where they're not quite ready for a facelift, that will go a long way, and that's where, <clears throat> excuse me, where sometimes they'll come in for fillers. Well, you can get a long-term result with fat because you can put more fat will go further than, let's say, two or three syringes of filler, and it's an easy, quick procedure. It's as minimal downtime. It can be done on the local. So there's plenty of plenty of roles that fat transfer can place. Um, the way, then, the way, go ahead. Is it, uh, now, um, you know, you say like with some of the fillers, I mean, some of the fillers I think in some patients may only last a couple of months, and you said, you know, some in some areas of the face perhaps even as long as a year. With fat grafting and the patient's own fat, once, you know, you have done the procedure, is it permanent, um, semi-permanent, yes, it or how long can a person expect it to last? I have I have uh, photos of long-term results of fat transfer, where the uh, once it's living as fat, and it's sort of like a transposing a skin graft. When you put fat in and you get it to live, then it stays living, and then it's not gonna it's not gonna go away. Okay. So it has to make that transition, and the way I refer to it is like a skin graft. A lot of doctors, when they put it in, it doesn't last, and if it's not there at three months, well, it's just gonna you don't you don't see the result. If it's there at three months, then you can expect that fat to age with the face, okay? Because it's there, it's living, and it's gonna stay. 
Now, now with some of the fillers on the market, and, and I don't know if it's I, like I know silicone is something that occasionally is, is used um, by, by some doctors. I don't even know if it's legal anymore. Um, but that is that is one of the things that have been used and has a has a problem with migrating. Um, many of the other fillers I don't think have a problem with migrating, and I would imagine with fat transfer that would not be a complication. No, it doesn't. It doesn't migrate because it's a it's a it's a substance and it's a tissue that's put in, so it can't just uh, move around because it's a solid structure. If you think about the nature of fat and you're putting it in, and that's part of it's technique dependent of how the surgeon can get it to live because it has to get its circulation. It's a beautiful adjunct, and when you look at the befores and afters of patients who've had fat transfer at the same time and the patients who haven't had it, well, there's a big difference. It's sort of, and it's a no-brainer. When you look at it, you say, well, yes, I would rather have this result because the area, the the fourth area of the face that is really critical to rejuvenate is the area around the mouth and the lips in that area. There's not much you can do for that except for laser, but fat transfer in that area goes a long way. And uh, all these years in the past, we've not been able to rejuvenate that area of the face. So when you look at the befores and afters of someone who's had their rejuvenation done with fat as well as a facelift, you say, well, this is what I want because it, it only makes sense. And when you look at the befores and afters of the ones who haven't had it, well, then that's what's missing in the picture. It's just yes, sort of yes. like... The other place, Angel, the other place that it can be used is in the hands. If you look around, there's not many things we can do for the hands, and hands are a sign of aging. So yes. fat transfer can be easily used in the hands to make it match the face. You know, Dr. Montague, we have just less than a minute left on the show, and I do want to you know, just make sure that we have any last-minute things to chat about here. And, I, and I, I really think, I mean, just the pictures I've seen that, that you have, it's such a beautiful adjunct to a facelift, and it's almost like it's icing on the cake, isn't it? I mean, it's just it is. background, it, and it's it, beautiful. It, it, I would like you to let listeners know um, how they can reach you. Mm-hmm. The easiest way to reach me is you can look up at, look up the website. is www.newcontours.com. The other way you can look up my name is Dr. Walton Montague uh, in Newport Beach. Either of those, and then the telephone number, if anyone wants to jot it down, is 949-706-2711. But everyone should look into this because this is the here and now of a procedure that 10 years ago it didn't work. So this is one of the best advancements that has come along in the last 10 years that has changed the uh, the look of medicine and plastic surgery in such a wonderful way. Dr. Montague, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a pleasure having you on Aesthetic Insider Radio, and I look forward to having you back on the show as a guest in the future. Okay, well, thank you very much for having me, and y'all have a great day. Great. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.